This episode of the Golf Gambling Podcast and the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by Hall of Fame Bets, the sports betting research platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit whofbets.com. Use code SGPN to get 50% off your first month and start making smarter bets today. And we're also brought to you by the SGPN's Ultimate New Year's Eve Party. Hop on to Sports Gambling Podcast's YouTube channel for a truly degen afternoon complete with drafts, pickums, prizes, live sweats, and more. Fun starts at 12.30 Pacific Standard Time, New Year's Eve. All right, DGens, welcome back to the Golf Gaming Podcast for the NFL show uh, we do every week. It is Steve Shermer uh, leading the charge tonight. Boston Cap, unfortunately, has family in. It's the holidays. We're giving a little break. But joining me tonight is our uh, producer extraordinaire, Cameron Kerr. Cameron, how are we doing tonight? What's up, Steve? I'm doing great. Just got back from uh, the last event of the Christmas season. So happy about that. Happy to get settled back in and uh, and start grinding golf next week and watching the NFL this weekend. Yeah, there, there you go. Yeah, we were talking briefly about how our holidays went. So, you know, I, I saw through text messages uh, throughout the week because I was pestering about getting our episodes up. So you went to watch Houston. You had one in town. Like, how many celebrations yeah. do you have? So we have, so I do two with my family. We do one with my wife's family. Um, and then we actually, this, like, this is the first year that all of my brothers are now married too. So we, uh, we went, did one with just, like them. So total, we had like four or five and all of my family's from Houston, but I live in Dallas now. So, uh, the scheduling worked out terribly this year. So we actually had to go all the way down to Houston before Christmas, come back here for Christmas and then go back there after Christmas. So it's like four, four and a half hours each way. And, um, and with a eight month old and a two and a half year old, it is not it is not the funnest. No, I, I, I definitely can imagine. So I, I do an, a drive to the Outer Banks every single year. And last year I had my three-year-old and I, I thought I was having a heart attack uh, around DC. I actually had to pull over at one point. It was, it was that stressful. But all right. So, so what did you get for, uh, what was the best golf related gift you got for Christmas then? Okay. So I got all brand new irons. So my nice. wife and my mom got me those. Um, and then I got these. Have you that? ever heard of these? Oh, the Arcos? The, the yeah. That's, that's sick. Yeah. So it has one for each club and you like put it on the end of your club. And I haven't gotten... I want to wait till my new clubs come in for, to, uh, to check it out like fully and to like sign up on the app and stuff. Mm. But it, you, you, supposedly you can like, I don't know, click it or something like that. And it knows exactly how far you went between each shot and it knows which club that was. So you can kind of get accurate distances for each club. And I'm excited about that because I can just have an idea of what I'm actually like full, um, not carry distance, but like full distance wise on like, and, and then it will probably give me like an average for each club, which is, uh, you know, always nice to know. Help me uh, lower my scores a little bit. Yeah, well, I mean, it's going to do more than that. So apparently, you can give you strokes gain data on okay. and clubs. Uh, it can give you an estimated handicap score on each component of the there we go. Game. So, uh, so I listen to Chasing Scratch Pod uh, podcast a lot. They ha- they have the Arcos on there uh, or something similar to it. 
what it can do is it'll tell them, okay, so on this round, I was off the tee. I was a plus three handicap. Like that means you did really good approach. I was a 17. Interesting. So then you got to work on that putting. I was a 32, you know, and they'll give you like, you know, how you do on certain distances on putts and everything like that. You got to make sure you actually, you know, click the button when you do it, but it's, that's really useful. That's a very cool gift, especially because you're getting new irons. I mean, if you're spending all that yeah. money to get a new set, you know, you might as well put right. something on it to uh, make yourself uh, play a little better too. I'm excited. So yeah, I'm waiting for my irons to come in. My buddy is building them um, that I that I got fitted with. Um, he's building them for me. So I got these nice, these cool looking uh, black and gold uh, ferrules. The the part that connects the the head to the shaft. You know, mm-hmm. and uh, I think he's gonna like color match it a little bit. Maybe do some like custom painting stuff like that make it like all Steelers out. Uh, so we, we're sweating the first TD. I have Joe Flacco first TD score and Ooh. oh, oh down Jerome Ford. Oh, oh my gosh. Wow. The Jets, he almost brought it down at the one and that would have been a QB sneak territory. Mm. But the Jets defender just kind of let him in and just let him go. Okay. So, wow. but I, I do have the Jets tonight. The, uh, um, I feel terrible about it. It's a small bet, but, um, it was just, I, I like tweeted something out and, uh, to the a, a Browns account I follow. And I was like, it feels like this is a letdown spot. And one of them replied, this year is different though. And that's when I knew that something bad was going to happen to the Browns. I was like, the Browns fans cannot have this much confidence in the Browns. There's no way this is no because well. nothing good ever happens really to Cleveland unless LeBron's yeah. game comes into town. But otherwise, yeah. though, they're perennial losers. And uh, like this Joe Flacco thing, it's it's cute and all, but that's going to end up ending terribly at some point. Well, they they just drove down the field here pretty quick. Um, right. So I don't know. Maybe this hot streak continues, but but yeah. Um, We'll we'll see. So you so you brought up the Steelers and you brought up uh, playing better, you know, with your clubs and uh, they certainly played a little better uh, last week. Going to Mason Rudolph, maybe fighting for Tomlin. Uh, what's your temperature with the Steelers right now? Okay, so uh, there has been a lot of talk in the Steelers bubble about Mason Rudolph, obviously, and Kenny Pickett. Kenny Pickett is now evidently good to go. People are like, is he is he actually going to come back? Like Mason Rudolph looked really good. Should they give Mason another week? Um, my take on it is that they, if Kenny is good to go, if his ankle is good, then Kenny needs to start. You can't lose your, like you can't lose your job because you got injured. Now people are going to go, well, Mason looked better than Kenny ever has. Well, Kenny had, Kenny basically had Matt Canada. He had one week without Matt Canada and then one drive without Matt Canada. And that one week he looked really good. The offense flowed. They were they were scoring points. I think they scored twenty four in that win against. Um, I don't remember who it was. Who was against at this point? But then the next week was the uh, the week that he got hurt. So he in that drive he had an absolute dime down the field, and then he ended up getting hurt on the goal line. So like he he looked really good in this new offense. You can't you can't go back to Mason 
if Kenny is um, is fully ready to go. And because I think that Kenny will continue to look really good and he can beat the Seahawks this week. He beat the Raiders on the West Coast. Um, so I think he can do I think he can do it. But the the thing that if if there's any doubt though, then you can't I don't think you can start him. Like if if he's not a hundred percent, then I I feel totally comfortable with Mason. Mason um he he did have to work with Matt Canada, but not very long. That 2020 year was um, was still Ben, but he got to work under Ben. He got to learn from him. He's been in the league for longer than Mitch Trubisky, and and honestly, we can just shoot Mitch Trubisky into the sun at this point. So, <laughs> you know, once upon a time, Mitch Trubisky led me to a fantasy title. So I always think he's better than what he is. But after I lost, uh, what I bet him on. Yeah, back Steelers plus two and a half against Colts uh, a couple weeks yep. ago, and uh, he played terribly. Uh, yeah, I, I think I agree with that. Sentiment. Well, yeah. Well, well, the Steelers are going to make a uh, appearance. I think on my five a little later on. So okay. Yeah, I think so. I've already bet them as well, so we can talk right. about it more then. Well, there you go. Uh, so why don't we actually do something a little bit something new right now? Uh, yep. So why don't we put together an underdog fantasy card? I got a couple picks right now. Uh, Cameron's got underdog loaded up. He's going to share the screen here and we're going to put together a little card for you guys on the fly. So let's get this booted up. All right. So do you want to go back and forth about, uh, you know, things? Yeah. You like, so, okay. well, so we, we were kind of talking about the Steelers so I can kind of talk about one that I like. Uh, so I haven't looked at the injury report, um, but there's a good chance that the Steelers don't have any safeties again. Um, so, I mean, we have one good defensive back and his name is Joey Porter Jr. He's going to be guarding, um, DK and he's a little, I don't know how well he's going to do against DK. DK might just manhandle him. Like DK is so much bigger than him that I think Gino might be able to pass. So, (coughs) excuse me. I'm going to go with uh, Gino over 236 and a half passing yards. Okay. All right. Against the uh, all right. So why don't we go to the uh, Detroit-Dallas game, if we can, for a okay. second. So yeah. Lo- a lot, love so a lot, lot of people are expecting this is going to be a shootout. You got Dallas indoors. You got Detroit also indoors, coming off a nice win uh, against the Vikings. So I want to go to Jameer Gibbs props, though. And okay. this is a guy that has been the uh, you know a little bit polarizing the fantasy community as far as like all right why are you getting all these carries to Montgomery you know he's definitely come on a little bit um, but the one thing I think that I'm surprised what Jameer gives they don't give him a ton of run in the passing game as much as I thought they were going to they always build him as this Alvin Kamara guy and he hasn't really done a whole lot you know he's last week was the first time he's had four receptions in the last four games uh, before that it was six combined Dallas is one of the leaders in uh, uh, running back targets per game as far as like the fewest allowed with only 4.8. They're the number five defense in DBOA in the receiving game against running backs. So I'm going to go lower uh, than three and a half. Or, oh, is there no uh, receptions on there? Oh, I don't, I don't see any. Okay. Um, well, I'll, I'll go, I'll go lower than 22 and a half receiving yards then. So the one okay, I like, yeah, the one, looks like we're getting 23 and a half. Okay. Or 23. Okay. Yeah. It's a little smaller. Yeah. The one I like to the receptions, but if it's only receiving yards, yeah, we'll go with the receiving yards there. So, all right. Okay. What's one you, what's your, uh, your next one? Um, you go ahead, go with your next one. All right. Let's go to New Orleans, Tampa Bay. 
And uh, as somebody who's in the guillotine league that we talk about a lot in this uh, uh, in this space, uh, I had Mike Evans, and I just had picked him up off of waivers. He just got chopped. Uh, he was going against the Saints. I have very high hopes. He was getting rolling. And Mike Evans ended up having only one catch uh, during the game and knocked me out of that league. And what I failed to realize, what uh, you know, I should have recognized, is that Mike Evans stinks against the Saints. Uh, going back to 2017, he has had less than 64 and a half yards receiving uh, against the Saints. Uh, the Saints also had the number three defensive DVOA against number one receivers. They only give about 54 in a game. So I like under, what is that, 62 and a half or 63 and a half? Uh, 62. Let's go uh, lower than 62 and a half receiving yards from Mike Evans against the Saints. Okay. I want to stick with three. So I think I'm going to, I like, I like what, I like that handicap. I don't like it because Mike Evans is on my fantasy team and I'm in the championship. Mm-hmm. Um, so if this doesn't hit, hopefully he's, he just goes off and, or he just catches Three touchdowns, two touchdowns. And yeah, how about, how about only, three catches? Only gets like 25 yards. Yeah, how about three catches, 13 yards, three touchdowns? There you go. Perfect. There you go. The Jets just scored. This is, is this just might be a shootout. Holy cow. <laughs> um, yeah. who, I scored do, the, who scored, by the way? Uh, that was Brees Hall. Okay. All right. Okay. Um, All right, so, I, can, I, I can give one more. Um, I wanted to look at the Colts game. Um, so we and we can talk about this more, but I think I think this is a Gardner Minshew back bounce back game. He is, in my opinion, not he's the probably the highest tier, quote unquote, backup quarterback we have. Um, so maybe look at like like 239 pass uh, plus rush yards. OK, um, I like him. Um, all right. All right. Well, go. let's lo- I'm going to lock this in. I added so if we hit this, I will uh I'll give you some of it for giving me uh I'll give you a tip. <laughs> All Boom. Right, there you go. Perfect. Well, if you're watching on YouTube, you just see how easy it is to put together a really solid card in Underdog Fantasy. And Underdog Fantasy has a way to play alongside your favorite fantasy players all season long. You know, it's not just the NFL like we just did. You got NBA, NHL, college basketball, college football, even some golf that we'll do uh, starting with Kapalua next week. All you simply do is pick higher or lower on your favorite player's fantasy stats and you cash in. So watch along, make your picks, and maybe make a little cash over on Underdog's mobile app or website, underdogfantasy.com. When you sign up with the promo code SGPN, Underdog will double your first deposit up to 100 bucks. That's Underdog Fantasy promo code SGPN. All right. Yeah, I like that little card we put together right there. uh, I think it's going to win there. So, all right. Sweet. Well, let's get to the real reason why we're here. Uh, Let's get to our five picks ATS uh, for the week. So, why don't you go first? And, you know, we've been doing lock to uh, uh, worst or least confident. That's really been working out for uh, too well the last couple weeks. So, why don't we go uh, five to one? All right. So, what's your number Uh, five pick of the week? Whenever I come, whenever I came on with Chris, we we went five to one. So okay. Um, so number five this week for me is going to be the Bengals plus seven. So I was listening to the sports gambling podcast. Shout out Sean and Ryan, our uh, our bosses. Um, the Bengals are a close your eye special this week, and I I do think that there is a chance that Patrick Mahomes just carves up their their defense. Like I mean. People are people are going to go well. Like Mason Rudolph carved up their defense. Like Patrick Mahomes will be able to do it too. Well, like I said, Mason Rudolph 
has been in the league. Like he knows what to look for. He has those, you know, he has those big receivers that, you know, it wasn't really Mason Rudolph. It was a lot of George Pickens. It was a lot of uh, Najee. It was a lot of Jalen Warren. <clears throat> so um, I think the Bengals keep it close. I think that the chiefs are kind of broken and I think this is going to be kind of close. The Bengals historically do, you know, pretty well. Like they have the past couple of years in the AFC championship game against the chiefs uh, back in 2021. So uh, I'm going to go with the Bengals. Okay. All right. They're actually my number four pick on the week here. And I, I think what's sealed it for Cincinnati, other than the fact that I watched that chiefs game and just, I, you're right. Something is just definitely rotten in the state of Denmark. And I think the fact that Isaiah Pacheco has a concussion again, if he doesn't play, it's going to be really windy already in Kansas City okay. on Sunday. So whatever passing game, even if they can pass against the Bengals secondary, I don't think it's going to work out too well. And I, I just don't trust that offense right now. Uh, but you can see Mahomes is getting frustrated. Um, you know, At first, during the early season, he was trying to be a little bit of a team guy. He's definitely calling guys out now. And like you know, even Rasheed Rice, who I actually like, he was chirping to him on the field like he's you know he didn't put his hands up for a catch like these guys are just broken. I don't think they should be favored over seven by by anybody right now. Uh, yes, I am concerned about the Cincinnati's defense, but uh, I, I think you know with Joe Mixon, it sounds like Jamar Chase might play possibly. Sounds like he's a little optimistic. He practiced today, so I'll take the Bengals plus seven um, in an underdog spot. There what was your what was your number five. Uh, my number five, I'm going to go with another team that I think is kind of broken right now. Obviously, as a Giants fan, watched all of the Eagles-Giants game. And you know, I, I, have, I have relatives in Philadelphia. I was chirping to them, even though the Giants lost the game. But something's wrong in Philadelphia. Uh, they were sloppy in the second half, giving up a deep touchdown to Terod Taylor at the end there. Really concerning when they could have covered the game there. Uh, almost blowing it, too, at the end as well. And you got Arizona with Jonathan uh, Cooper, their head coach, he's the defensive coordinator for Philadelphia. He knows he knows how they're going to stop the Eagles. And I saw a video too from uh, I, think, I think it was Brett Coleman, and he, he basically laid out a good case that the Eagles right now, like yeah, you can blame Jalen Hurts, you can blame all these guys, but their play calling right now and their schemes is just very basic and vanilla. They've lost that pizzazz from last year, and I think that's allowing defenses to really key on them, and that's why they're having so much trouble in. Uh, you know, Arizona's plus you know, 11 point underdog. Yeah, Kyler Murray, you know, maybe he can backdoor something too, but uh, I, I'm going to take Arizona in the points here. Uh, I don't think the Eagles should be favored by double digits over anybody right now. If you, if you can't cover against the Giants and half a quarter of uh, half a game of Tommy DeVito and another half of Terod Taylor, like, I, I don't think you should be laying 11 to anybody else. I, I think there's a lot of people that are going to be chasing the Chiefs and the Eagles, then they might not ever see that bounce back. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of like when people in back, in back to bring back 2021 again, it's kind of like when people were just fading the Bengals saying this team isn't, you know, any good. And then they make the super bowl sort of thing. Mm -hmm. Right. So, um, so my, my number four pick, I think you talk, I think you touched on the saints a little bit. Um, I am going to be fading the bucks this week. It okay. feels, it feels awful. But like you said, uh, it's a division man. It's a division game, and historically, the Saints actually play the Bucks pretty pretty well every now and then. Uh, I think typically it's it, it's usually in um, New Orleans that they win. Um, but 
I'm going to go with the Saints plus three. Everyone's going to be on the Bucks. Everyone's going to be backing Baker. Hey, this could bite me in the ass, but I, I I'm I'm going to fade them because they played so well last week, and I think that they're due for a little letdown. I mean, it's a good thing that I'm on the other side of the mic right now because my co-host, Boston Camper, would definitely chastise you. He hates the Saints. He hates anybody that bets the Saints. He hates them. I bring him up. I, I hate that. I'm honestly, I, I don't feel good about it at all, but um, there's, yeah, it's it's just a gut play. But this is NFL betting, though. I mean, nothing makes sense sometimes. And I, I, I think I tend to, it's not on my list of five, but I tend to agree with you. Things are going a little too well in Baker Mayfield land. Kind of like with Cleveland, you know. I mean, it's it's going a little too good for them. Um, I, I I don't think the Saints are going to make it easy for them. You know, Dennis Allen's a really bad coach. Although Todd Bowles is also kind of a bad coach too. So, so who's going to out bad coach each other? Basically, the Saints the Saints against the Bucks over the last five years are eight and four against the spread, mm-hmm. and at home they are three and four, and on the road they are. Five and O. I was yeah. wrong. Okay. They are five and O on the road against the Bucks over the last five years, and they're four and one straight up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I, I, I maybe think sprinkle the money line a little bit. Well, I mean, it was what's the spread? Two and a half, three? Three. Yeah. So I got I got three. It's down to two and a half now. Um yeah. Yeah, I think I think um, just bet I think he's about the money line at that point. Yeah, so, I'm, I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna add that. I, I'm glad I, I'm glad I dug into this a little bit. There you go. All right. Well, I mean, you know, using stats like that, you can set dig into more stats like that over at Hall of Fame Bets. So win bigger by betting smarter this NFL season with Hall of Fame Bets, the sports betting analytics platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. Research every NFL, NBA, and soccer bet with historical stats and data. Enter any parlay idea into Hall of Fame Bets' revolutionary parlay optimizer tool to get hit rates broken down by leg, as well as an expected probability for entire par- for the entire parlay. Sort all players by hit rate for any bet to learn which players are hot and which picks have value. So stop betting in the dark and join over 30,000 users researching with Hall of Fame Bets to craft more intelligent, data-driven parlays. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app, visit hofbets.com, and choose promo code SGPN to get 50% off your first month today. Start researching and start winning with Hall of Fame bets. All right, well, I'm my number three pick, and I'm gonna actually I'm gonna continue fading a team I just don't like. Uh, it's another NS- NFC South team. Uh, you know, congratulations to Arthur Smith got a big win last week. You know, maybe saved his job. But this Bears team is completely rolling right now. Justin Fields, uh, maybe he's got a sense of urgency. Maybe playing for his job right now. It seems like everybody else around the team is kind of rallying around him too. The offense has been playing a lot better lately. That defense has been playing really good too. There's Chicago defense, third in adjusted line yards allowed on defense, third in rushing DVOA. And you're going to bring a dome team up north into the cold there. Uh, I think Falcons are a very soft team as well. So take give me the Bears minus three. Um, I'll just go with that. I like that a lot. Um, this is a great spot to fade to fade the Falcons. I mean, I feel like that was an emotional win last week. Uh, I mean, they looked really good. I mean, even Kyle Pitts got a touchdown. Arthur Smith never throws his Kyle Pitts. Mm-hmm. So I think that I think I like that play a lot. There you go. All right. What's your number three pick? Uh, number three pick was the Steelers plus three and a half. Um, <coughs> excuse me. I, I, I honestly, I, I feel good about it. I think we're going to win the game outright. And they, I, I think that this team really wants to make the playoffs. And I think we can 
do it in Seattle, even though it's a pretty hostile environment. Um, that being said, I wouldn't be surprised if, like I said, Geno Smith just throws all over our defense and, and it's, it's a shootout. And I just hope we can keep up. Um, but I, that, that being said, I have, I've had a pretty good, I've had my finger on the pulse of this team. I feel like I've, you know, laid off of them at the right times and bet them at the right time. So, um, yeah, Steelers plus three and a half. I think that's still available. Okay. Yeah, this just missed making my card, but you just mentioned about Geno Smith, you know, maybe being able to throw all over the Steelers secondary, you know, with all your injuries. I mean, that was supposed to happen last week in Tennessee. Tennessee can't stop any game. It's a pass. And they started to just, you know, slow down the game, slog it, run it. And that's just what Pete Carroll does. You know, he, he's not going to let, you know, the, uh, you know, the offense really hum like that. He's going to, he wants to basically win you know, kind of a rock fight. So maybe he's going to kind of outsmart himself and, you know, this is probably going to be a close game. So, you know, I, I kind of like the fact you're getting the hook there. I, I personally have a bad track record bet in the Steelers this year. So uh, I'll lay off for your sake, especially because you uh, have playoff aspirations as well. Yes. So if the Steelers, the, right now the Steelers have a 19% chance to make the playoffs. And I know the Seahawks are still trying to make the playoffs as well. Uh, if they win, it goes up to like 25%, I believe. Then if they beat the Ravens, it goes up to 90%. So okay. the, the ideal scenario for my Sunday is the Steelers, uh, or I get to watch the Ravens actually beat the Dolphins. The Ravens beat the Dolphins. They'll have the number one seed locked up. Uh, and there's no chance that they play Lamar um, you know, in Baltimore. And Pitt, and the Steelers aren't scared of Baltimore at all. We go in and win all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a good chance we could win in Baltimore, and then I think we'll have the playoffs locked up. Okay. So let's hope for that. All right, there you go. All right, my number two pick. Uh, so this line went down, I think, from five and a half, three and a half, based on the Russell Wilson news. I don't understand that at all. I, mean, I don't think there's really much of a difference between Russell Wilson and Jared Sim. Honestly, watching Jared Sim last year with the Vegas, I was kind of impressed. Uh, he played pretty well against the Chiefs game when he came in uh, for Vegas. And, I mean, this Chargers team, listen, that was, that was a good you know, effort, you know, playing for their interim coach there. They're still woefully deficient. Keenan Allen's not going to be back for this game. They still have some injuries on defense, too. They still can't stop anybody there. And what Denver really likes to do well, uh, you know, run the ball, throw a lot of screen passes to the running backs there. That's what the Chargers don't do well in defending. So uh, I think the fact that his line's dropped a little bit is a bit of a gift. Uh, I'll take Denver minus three and a half over the Chargers at home. I love that. Um, they are also coming up to elevation, um, which they're they're going to be lethargic. I mean, I'm going up to I'm going up to Denver next week or two weeks from now, um, and I am immediately I, I have to go to an oxygen bar right when I get there. Ever since I got out of shape, you got to hit the oxygen bar first. Or I'm I'm de- I'm just a dead person for you know the first two days. Um, I actually just bet this because I was I said that if this was on your card, then I was going to bet it because I liked it a lot. Um, and I think the Chargers, like I said, I think they're just not going to get off the plane. Like there's no reason, um, especially since they played well against the Bills last week. They kind of put up a fight, then they got beat on a last second field goal. I think that they are, you know, not motivated and and like you said, all the things that you said. Okay. All right. Was that was that on your car or did you just bet that just because I- Oh no, I just I just bet it. But okay. uh, my right. next my next one was the Colt. Um 
Kind of, kind of the same reason that you're fading the Falcons. I'm, like I said, I'm going to back the Colts. I think uh, Gardner Minshew back um, has another bounce back, and uh, and I think that they are going to roll over the uh, over the Raiders, who just came off a win, a division win over the Chiefs mm. in Arrowhead. So this is a back to back road spot for them. I know they don't have to travel very far from Indianapolis to Kansas City, but I this line is telling you to bet the Colts. Everyone's betting the Raiders. Um, and I think this is a good spot. Okay. Yeah. I mean, what the Raiders didn't score offensive touchdown and, uh, kind of had nine completions and complete a pass after the first quarter there. Look, you win. So yeah, let's hope yeah. the Colts defense can play a little bit better than the chiefs. Yeah. Plus it seems like Michael Pittman's going to be back for the Colts. And I think that's going to really help the offense because that's it. Really? It's Pittman. Jonathan Taylor has been the only thing that's been working for the Colts this year on offense and both of them are going to be playing. So great. Point. All right. So my, my number one pick um, don't love the fact that they made the quarterback switch today, but I'm pot committed. I bet it already. So I made Green Bay my lock last week, and it was looking like they were going to cover. And somehow they let the shitty Panthers get back in the game for its overtime. And what I did not take into account is that this defense is just terrible, it's horrible. Um, they can't stop the run. They clearly can't stop anybody. If they're letting the Panthers put up thirty on them. And while I don't love that, I'd rather have trick-or-treat Mullins in there because even though he's just going to turn the ball over a little bit, I mean, at least I know he can throw it all over the yard and connect to you know, Jefferson and everything. Um, I'd like to see a uh, Addison maybe practice this week. I don't know if he did say. I know Hawkinson's out. But uh, you know, I think with Jefferson and Ty Chandler, I think that's going to be enough to uh, beat the Packers. And as far as uh, Green Bay goes, uh, Jared Love still hasn't been very good against uh, pressure this year. Uh, Minnesota is one of the highest pressure teams in uh, the NFL. They also play a lot of zone defense. Jared Love has not been very good against zone so far this year. So, uh, okay. and it's this is in a uh, you know shut put up or shut up spot for the Vikings if they want to make the playoffs. They got to beat the Packers this week. So Vikings minus one. Yeah, Daniil Hunter, I think that's how you say his name, um, is up there with Miles Garrett and TJ Watt. I mean, TJ Watt's number one, of course, but <laughs> uh, he's up there in sacks. So, yeah, I like that. But I, I need uh, – so I bet three win totals this season. I bet the Saints over nine and a half. That's, an, that's, that's a loser. Mm-hmm. I bet the Packers over seven and a half. So I just need them to win one of the next two games. So we'll hope it's we'll hope it's week eighteen against the Bears, who they own, and uh, and then they they get you, the, your Vikings get the win this week. Um, so my my uh, first bet this week was the Cowboys. Ooh, okay, the Cowboys. So this is probably going to be my squarest play, but it's just the perfect spot. Um, it, uh, it's a once in a lifetime spot, honestly, because the lions won the NFC North. And I feel like everyone's going to say that, but the Cowboys are, they're, they're going it, to, it's going to be a shootout. I, I would take the over. I think it's 48. Um, okay. Let's see. Oh, it's 52. That's a big total. I'd still take that over. I think it's going to be a shootout. Their defense hasn't been playing that well recently um and they historically don't play that well you know there's no difference in play at home or away like the browns um 
the line moved down. I, I got a bad number, but I mean, I, I still like it at six and a half. Um, the betting splits are pretty even. Um, let's see what they are at. Uh, no, I'm not logged in, but they were pretty even. So this line has moved down a little bit, but I mean, like I said, it's really a spot play for me. And it was the, I knew I was going to bet it as soon as I, as soon as the line, the line showed up this week. And I, I think the Cowboys are going to roll, um, roll at home. I mean, this is going to be their last home game. Uh, it's a must win. I mean, they'll just drop two away games. It's a must win at home. They are still fighting for that. Uh, I think they're still fighting for the. No, they can't get the number one seed, but they can still win the the NFC East. So they, this is a must win, and they they got to win this. At home. So gonna go with the the Cowboys for my lot. Okay, yeah. I mean, listen, like they've been absolutely crushing it at home this year. Um, I think the only thing you want to be worried about is you know Detroit can run the ball very well, and you just saw Miami was the number two rushing team. Uh, they just beat them. Buffalo number one, or I think actually no, Miami was number one rushing team. They beat them. Buffalo's number two rush or three rushing team. They beat them. So and Detroit, I think, is actually number one with Jameer Gibbs and Montgomery. So if, if they if, if the Cowboys continue to have problems stopping the run, they're not covering the spread because no. the Lions are just going to eat up the clock and dominate time. Yeah. but like, listen, like I, I said, this this yeah. is going to have to be a shootout that they're going to have to shoot harder, basically. Okay. All right. Like I, I mean, I'd like the over two. Uh, if you if you don't want to go with the, the um, if if you don't want to go with the spread, but I think that they, I think they step up, maybe get to Jared, and um, and hopefully they can pull it off. Okay. All right. I'm just checking the score. It looks like the Browns just got a pick six, and it's a nineteen-seven. Not great. Oh my gosh. Lots of points. Lots of points. So all right. Well, oh, that's- we're still in the first. We are still in the first quarter. Oh my uh, God. 27 points in the first. Yeah, the overrunner, I think, was 33 and a half, and that's uh, looking dead. Yeah. Uh, 33 and a half. It was. I mean, do, do you live bet the under here? Like, <laughs> it's mean, probably still like, I mean, it's probably still pretty low. Ah, I, mean, <laughs> I, don't have it, I don't have it up in front of me, but I would imagine it probably is. So, all right. Well, that's the show. Cameron, thank you for joining us. Um, you know, uh, you are, we, we got our golf stuff coming back, uh, next week. I got to figure out what we're gonna do for the preview show. Cause Sunday is, that's usually when I record the preview. That's New Year's Eve. Um, I might do what I did last year and just drink a bunch of booze and talk about Kapalua, one of my favorite golf courses and, uh, do that. Um, but yeah, we'll have, uh, Matt Gannon coming back for DFS next week. We'll have our pick show. We'll have a couple videos out as well. Uh, and then we'll have uh, week 18 picks on Thursday. We got a real busy week next week. So, uh, Cameron, thank you for joining us. Good luck with the Steelers. And uh, yeah, yeah. Have a, uh, have a, make have sure y'all oh, go ahead. Yeah, make one last thing. Make sure y'all tune in to the uh, New Year's Eve show. I don't not sure if uh, Steve mentioned it on oh, yes. uh, the Sports Gambling Podcast YouTube page. Um, tune into that. I'm going to be making an appearance uh, when they talk about the Steelers game. I think they're actually doing it during the Steelers game. Uh, so that'll be fun. And uh, we're going to talk about some golf too. So there we go. All right. Well, uh, thanks for joining us. Good luck with the NFL bets. And uh, next time you'll uh, see us will be the, uh, the New Year's Eve show. So have a good New Year's Eve. Talk to you later.